This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Entail. That's E-N-T-A-L-E. Get more from your podcast with Entail. Put faces to voices, read an article, discover the full story. Visit entail.com slash TMS so they know we sent you. Or download from the iOS and Android store today. That's Entail, E-N-T-A-L-E dot com slash TMS or get it on the app stores. Coming up on TMS, do or donut. There is no try. Utah, stop speaking. Spreading your jazz all over. Ew. Let Ew. them eat ramen. A finite amount of clay. Hey, kids, we're going camping at Walmart. <laughs> Glazed and dangerous. <laughs> there is a camel toe on his neck. Teenage mutant ninja sadness. Rob a hatchet store with a box of donuts. Isn't there a September song called September something? Yeah, I took that one on the chin. Dude went all Tetris on himself. Tom Hanks' new movie, Catch Coronavirus If You Can. Dentists don't move with you. The one about coitus. Everyone is touching the pinballs. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Because if there's even a hint of that, badge or no badge, I will cut your f- Hard out with a rusty butter knife and eat it while it's still beating. I found my wallet. This is the morning stream. You know, Tom Hanks gets like five million dollars to do this all thing. Yeah, where's he now? Yeah, where's he? You know, that's pretty funny because. I mean, no one's going to believe me, or maybe they will believe me, I don't know, but that was the very next Fletcher clip in line to be played, because I do them, oh, in, really? I do them in order, <laughs> and it just happened to be there, just, you know, in, in the light of this news yesterday that yeah. him and his wife contracted the uh, the disease while they were in Australia. Uh, did you know that if they were here, had they had they gotten it here, um, they wouldn't have been able to get tested where they live? Oh really? So, so I think they they contracted it here, but they oh is that the deal? I hadn't they, heard that. Yeah, they discovered it while they were in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Len and Aid, that wasn't meant to be funny. I'm just saying it was in that was in that was in line. I think I think I think, uh, <laughs> I think Len and Aid's joking. Oh, maybe he's kidding. Yeah, it's not meant to be a joke. Uh, I feel bad for them. In fact, I don't yeah. like that. It was a sad reminder in two ways. One that someone I really like in Hollywood has has this awful thing. And is right. dealing with it, but also that he's also in the age range that's a little more uh, uh, troublesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't like the idea that Tom Hanks has gotten old uh, because he used to be he was young and scrappy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Back I mean, come on. You think back to the old bosom buddies and bachelor party and splash Tom Hanks. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, feels like yesterday, right? Like it just happened. It does. It doesn't feel like that long ago. Oh, my wife brought me a tea. Thank you, dear. It's very kind Aww. of you. You want to check on your pot plants while you're down here and make sure that's all good? <laughs> She's we still got these lights on. They're, are they growing? Not yet? Okay. I don't know how it works. I'm no horticulturist. Yeah. Anyway, um, welcome to the show, everybody. It is TMS. It's Scott and Brian. It's uh, March 12th, 2020. Luke Sightwalker asked, what was that movie he did with Leonardo? I think that was called uh, Catch COVID If You Can. Yeah. Oh, there it is. The name of that one, I've been yeah. hearing a lot of Gen X jokes about how we all hear COVID nineteen in our head when we sing we sing the song. You know? <laughs> come on, Eileen. Yeah, COVID nineteen. Yes, I swear my hands are clean at this moment. <laughs> so I watched it for twenty clean. seconds. <laughs> now that's what you should do: sing that song with the COVID nineteen lyrics while you wash oh, your hands for as long as right. it takes. Is it long enough? Yeah, I know you're supposed to do. Right now, the new one is uh, sing the chorus of Africa twice. Oh, is that the new thing? Cool. 
It's gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. I have a version of that now that's uh, done. Oh, I don't know where I put it. I'd play a little of it, but it's uh, from Animal Crossing. Somebody made it in Animal Crossing. <laughs> really? So it sounds That's like, awesome. you know, super like uh I don't know, GameCube and and old. Ah. Yeah. Very good. I'm just so on the fence. I, I, I want it, but do I want to buy it now and spend 60 bucks on Animal Crossing and play it in a week or do I want to wait maybe a month and maybe get it for $10 less or something? Oh, know? do they do the a deal like that? I'm Ten- sure. I'm sure I'll be able to get it at a discount after the initial mad rush of people buy it. They'll be like you know, once once sales start slumping, mm-hmm. we were talking about this on uh, during raid last night. But uh, how many people are on the twentieth are going to say, <coughs> you know, I'm going to actually self quarantine, boss? Yeah, I'm going to stay gotta, home and self quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I got I got some I got some trees to get some fruit off of out in the island. I have so right. I mean I mean I'm sick. Exactly. I'm sick is what I mean. I'm sick. Yeah, uh, Nintendo doesn't discount their stuff very often, but you're right. You once in a while get like cartridge only deals and it'll be like that. right. Exactly. It'll be on like Amazon will have it for $10 less, uh, second week or third week of April or something. Yeah, that's totally true. I'm, uh, I'm definitely getting it day of, but I'm getting it digital. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't care to wait for, I don't want any more cartridges. Yeah, I wish they'd give a discount for digital. It's the same damn price. Isn't it 59 bucks for digital? Yeah, that's pretty much true across the board though. Everybody's doing that now. I know it sucks. Here's what's gonna. Here's what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm predicting it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it's a, uh, it's Bryce Stradamus making a prediction here. Oh. Uh, the 20th is gonna come around. You're gonna rave about what an incredible game it is, and I'm gonna just say screw it. And while we're doing the show, I'm gonna buy Animal Crossing. I mean, you do this to me too sometimes. So yeah. Let's both. I think it goes. It's more the other way. Like you do it to me more than I do it to you. Let's make poor. Little did it to you last last week with this talk about clay. Is it plastic off of that clay yet? No, it's right here. Uh, so today, my plan. I'm gonna take some kind of social media photo of it so that I feel motivated to actually do something sure. with it because I need sure. to make something with it, and I don't even know what I'm gonna make yet. And also, is it weird that I'm tempted, given that it's it's a finite amount of clay? So what I make either has to be medium to small. Or I need to double up and buy another pack, or I need to do like people do where they make like a internal like skeletal structure out of tinfoil or something in the middle yeah. of the head they make oh, right, or right. So it's hollow, kind of hollow inside. Yeah. I love the fact that you you, you haven't even unwrapped this clay and you're already <laughs> deciding it's not enough. <laughs> oh, it's just something that it's like my, I'm just eyeballing it. You know how you can look at a, some food and say, I know exactly how long my microwave will take to cook that. Right, yes. Like, that's a minute 25. Yeah. This is not enough clay. Yeah. (laughs) Something about it. It seemed like not enough, and I should have gotten to. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. Um, Glad to everybody, uh, everyone here. We're, uh, you know, it's one of these, with all this stuff going on and everything getting shut down and everything getting all weird, it's a nice reminder that this show has the benefit of being a thing that we can do and do regardless of this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, as long as we've got yes. electricity and we've got, you know, internet and that sort of stuff continues to... to as long as one of us doesn't get sick. Oh, yeah. Neither of us want this. Uh, but, but yes. As long as one of us doesn't get sick, it's nice because this kind of thing can go on. And yeah. if people are having to self-quarantine all over the place, you'll have us every day to, right, to exactly. count on. And, and we'll exactly. bring it to you, uh, whether you want it or not. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here for you, Okay. That brings me to this. We need to make a small uh, announcement about Las Vegas. We want to be proactive TMS, about this. TMS PSA. Yes, PS, TMS PSA. 
Uh, we want to be proactive, get out ahead of it a little bit, and basically, here's how it works. And this is after long conversations with various people, including people like Tom Merritt, who are always very, I don't know, they're smart about stuff like this. He's he is uh, he's a both feet on the ground realist. Uh, you know, he's about what, everything. Uh, what is yeah, it? Pragma exactly pragmatist. Pragmatist? Pragmatist. Pragmat pragmatist. Sure. Yeah. Pragmatist. Yeah, that's it. He's Why very is, pragmatic. That <laughs> Yes. Uh, also, it should be uh, Nostra Ibit, not uh, Bry Adamus. By Stradamus? Bry Stradamus? No, Bry Stradamus right. or Ibit, uh, Nostra Ibit sounds Ib better. Ibstradamus. How about Ib that? Ibstradamus. I like it. Ibstradamus. Anyway, we want to be proactive. Dumbass. I should probably say this before it gets too, it gets too deep. Uh, we are going to now officially advise anyone who is at risk, that is to say older folks, uh, immune system compromised people, that sort of people, probably should cancel any plans they have to come to the Vegas thing. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, we are not full-on canceling it because we want to kind of wait and see what happens. We know it's only two weeks, but, right. you know, and a lot can happen. Yesterday, there was about a 30-minute period that felt like two weeks of things happened. You know what I mean? Like stuff happens quick and then sometimes mm. things happen slowly. So um, so we, we're Brian and I are playing all that stuff by ear, but we wanted to, to mention oh. that. Also caution to international travelers that we don't know what kind of screening or travel restrictions might happen. We don't know. Mm -hmm. um, that stuff's in flux. Last night, the president of these states united announced that, that flights to and from Europe are locked down for 30 days. They're not letting that happen except for... I I don't American know if it's citizens. flights to Europe. I think that he's <laughs> only preventing Europeans from flying here. Well, but I think I, I think thought it was both ways. I, although, unless it's unless they're American citizens, they can come and go. Um, that is that he didn't make that clear during oh, the thing, really? but that's okay. that's been clarified since by some White House person. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I didn't, hadn't heard that. I know that uh, trade. He said that everything's closed off. Uh, people coming in and trade, but trade is but trade, trade was, is allowed. He was not supposed yes. to mention that or say that. I guess, and they fixed yeah. that. It's almost like, well, anyway. Um, so uh, We're going to do make an unprecedented attack against the coronavirus. No other country has ever done a, an attack on coronavirus like this one. <laughs> you, you've, harnessed, you've harnessed this thing that's just the worst part, and me, yet it's good that you do the, it. Uh, let me get the weird little neck fold thing that he had. That little vagina kinda, thing. Yeah. Kind of a little turning me on a little bit. But. Just a little. <laughs> just a little, you know? It's like when you see a, a round, smooth thing and you're like, oh, like a breast. Yes. Because we're right, naturally, we should probably, we should probably be very, very serious during this, yeah. <laughs> during this segment. Probably, but we're having fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, so here's the deal. <laughs> uh, we want to caution those international folks to know that. And if you live in anything other right. than the UK, because the UK is exempt, uh, but even then, I don't know what the screening and travel restriction stuff is going to look like. It's it's all right. a really fluxy right now. Now, there's a lot less people traveling, so that may make up for it. I don't know. But just know that there's a lot of that happening. And then also a reminder to, to domestic travelers to watch for news as conditions change, especially if you have, you know, if you're in a compromised position. And I already mentioned if you've got, you know, if you're if you're in sort of the age group that's that's uh, most at risk if you're if your immune systems are compromised that sort of stuff you know maybe even more so but keep your eyes on the news as conditions change we will too and we'll we'll yeah. talk about it as we know um my my goal with all of this and I think Brian shares this with me is that we want we don't want to treat it um 
We're not a panic. We're not trying to panicky freak out. And 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 it's easy for people to look at what I'm even saying now and saying, "Ah, you're panicking." That's not what we're doing. We just want to be reasonable here. Um, yeah. Like yesterday, a freaking Utah Jazz player thought uh, well, a couple days ago thought he was real funny because he had a cold. And uh, boy, this is a real point of pride for us Jazz fans, by the way. Thought he had a cold, <laughs> and then started joking and laughing that he had the coronavirus. Ha ha ha! Isn't this funny? And he starts touching all the microphones of the press and you know bringing it up close to his mouth and you know spitting on not meaning to, but kind of just you know doing what you do, being an a hole. And then yesterday he's confirmed to have the virus, and now this morning there's another player on the team with it, and chances are some of those reporters and press are probably going to have it. And the entire NBA has has postponed right. or locked down their entire season because of this dumbass in Utah for doing his thing, or at least I assume it's mostly him. Um, I figured we'd see a lot of games without crowds and stuff because we are getting a lot of news like that. But like I said, yesterday there was about a 30-minute period, Brian, where two weeks of occurrences seemed to happen in about 30 minutes. It was mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. It was no, nuts. It, 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 uh, and it's funny, I was coming back from... Uh, <laughs> from out there catching pokemons it was uh wednesday uh, wednesday dinner hour raid so on uh wednesdays from six to seven um it's higher concentrations of the legendary like just about every gym has the current legendary in there and so they're the group of arvada folks and i will go out and we'll hit like four or five gyms and then all right fun see you in a couple of weeks see you next time mm-hmm. we're gonna do it every week but it was you know there's a brand new one tornadoes or or thunderous or whatever his name is mm-hmm. um looks like mr clean with a um well oh i've seen that guy no, it looks like he's got a uh, string of anal beads coming off of his cloud ew <laughs> anyway i'll send you a photo all <laughs> right once you see it you can't unsee it okay anyway yeah uh so uh we were coming back and i'm getting texts from you about the um uh about uh uh the what was oh the utah jazz guy i'm getting texts yeah. from tanner about um international travel being shut down um or you know europe travel being shut down I'm like oh my god and then you know we get home and we watch the the president's weird weird address to the nation with his <laughs> breathing things like and we want to stop the oh, coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, like there's some weird places where he takes a breath where it's almost like he's he's reading from his teleprompter and there's not a place where it says pause and breathe. So he just does it right in the middle of a word. Yeah. We, we're going to make an unprecedented uh, show of force to stop the coronavirus. <laughs> Somebody made one of these. Check this out. I'm going to play right. it. My fellow Americans. Hold on. Americans. Here we go. They just edited out all the words and kept the weird breathing. I love when NPR does that, where they edit yeah. out. Like NPR did this with, um, boy, years and years and years ago. I think with the the candidates when there was a um, a big field, kind of like what we had this last year with the Democratic field, yeah. and they isolated the words that they said. But no, they left in ums and stammers and anything like that to see who was the most well-spoken of the group and i thought that was oh interesting was really interesting it yeah. also has the side effect of telling you who isn't the most well-spoken of the right group. exactly exactly um, anyway biden biden is uh, not not great at uh, some of that stuff oh he's not unfortunately yeah. so so before we get off the topic of um of this in vegas and everything i mean uh uh bottom line is we want to make sure that 
our listeners are healthy, that we're healthy, our families are healthy. We got people coming out, and um, and that <clears throat> you know we don't we don't bring you into a position or into a, a situation where you could get sick. Because if right. something happened to even one of you, one of you guys, uh, we'd be heartbroken. Oh, it'd and, be horrible. And we would feel feel so bad. Yep. feel horrible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if this so. if this was like a big, you know, five hundred to a thousand person thing. We would have straight oh, would be, up one hundred percent canceled it by now, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. a thing that's a little more casual. It's you know right. maybe a dozen or two people, two dozen, or you know we don't even know how many people actually. But it's not in the hundreds or anything. It's, <laughs> Which is interesting because that's kind of a kind of a benefit that we have this time around is that we don't have we didn't spend twenty grand on renting out the. Um, HyperX Esports Arena. Yeah, or we kind of got lucky, you know, right? We dodged a bullet because normally we would like do the, a bunch more, but we're like, oh, there's this wedding, so why don't we maybe be more casual about it? And I mean, exactly. you and I have talked about this, but it was just like, phew, we didn't do yeah. tickets. We didn't, people don't have to worry about reimbursements. Like, right. if you don't, I guess what I'm saying yeah. is if 100% what Brian said, plus if you're, if you're at home right now going, oh man, I don't know now, don't mm-hmm. feel bad. If you mm-hmm. can't come or don't want to come, I yeah, mean, honestly, a about it, totally fine. Honestly, yeah. a couple of things could happen in the next few days that would make me not go, and it would be—they'd uh, have to be kind of big. But I'd, you would be both. I mean, as much as I'd hate to say, sorry, James and Svet can't make it out there, or you know, sorry, tadpoolers or whatever. Right. Then it's mean, it's definitely a worry, and of course, you know, Tina's uh, system is is compromised too from her surgery or her uh, cancer and chemo and radiation surgery i mean surgery was the easiest part yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah i wish that's all there was uh, it, was just the surgery yeah exactly but i mean it's you know it's obviously a concern and um uh at this point nothing's canceled nothing's nothing's stopped but uh, watch this space for you know we're all going to be watching this watching what's going on here and 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 making that decision the good news is that all the airlines are being really good about reimbursing people for for flights if you need to or rescheduling and um uh if you cancel your plaza hotel um within 24 hours of the day you're supposed to arrive um no charge you get your money you get your deposit back or any money you've paid back so. yeah they're very good about that stuff so yeah i'd hate to even do that to them just guys just feel ugh. the whole thing sucks right everyone knows everything it does. about it this absolutely sucks. sucks but uh we'll we'll keep you informed and what we're gonna do what you're gonna do um, and I'll tell you right now, I'm not hugging any one of you. As yeah. much as I love you, I, I'm yeah. gonna be, no it's going to be the L-bump all weekend. We're going to be L-bumping. Yeah, L-bump <laughs> and uh, and um, and coitus. We'll do a little coitus. coitus. I'll yeah. take you from behind, but yeah, I, won't, yeah. I won't hug you from the front. <laughs> you... <laughs> that escalated so quickly there at the end. <laughs> Gosh! All right, we'll do, we'll do hugs where we're both we're all facing the same way. Oh, that's awesome! That made me laugh. I need see. This is the other thing that we hope that we <laughs> here at the show can provide is some laughter during this weird time. So uh, make sure you keep tuning in. We're here for you. You're here for us. Everything's good. <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, I just want a quick shout out to Brian Ibbett, my co-host, for making sure. a prime recommendation yesterday. Um, I'd been meaning to see it anyway, and it seemed like it was up my alley. But it was it was inevitable. Yeah. Did not think I was going to binge four hours of it or four episodes of it in a row. <laughs> uh, I'm s- completely hooked on that McMillions miniseries documentary, and I'm and I'm I guess I'm two away from being done. But 
I'm loving every freaking second of it. And that FBI agent, I yes. want them to just clone Doug. clone Doug and put a million Dugs in the FBI. Have them everywhere <laughs> the FBI goes. I want all Dugs. <laughs> I don't know. Do we want a whole FBI full of Dugs? Nah, like, maybe not. That meeting was so long, I think I got hungry twice during it. <laughs> <laughs> he is really funny. Like, genuinely... He's, genuinely he's funny the, he is the best part but i lo- also love like how how his bosses are like oh yeah doug you know doug was itching for some sort of way to do some some undercover recon we're like okay doug go ahead run with this <laughs> yeah it was uh it's great because <laughs> it's great because everyone who works with him has a mm-hmm. smirk on their face when they're talking yes, about him. Talking about Doug, yeah. exactly nobody can yep. be serious it's like Sh- shows up in a gold suit to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so man. good anyway um yeah and how's uh what do you think of uh i mean boy there there is a parade of nuts <laughs> go through this thing oh yeah like the uh the lady uh um the, the three former wives of oh my I think gosh. uncle jerry yeah. no two uncle jerry and one is uh jerry colombo or or yeah the, 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 the round bald guy is colombo uh, I think, right. and they're all the wives are a little on the a little, woo, little wackadoo. Uh, Especially yeah. the, the bright red one with the uh, <laughs> with everything's red in the house. My gosh, everything's red exactly. It's like she was it was a remote shoot in hell or something. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> You're inside a strawberry, but it was just the weirdest thing. Yeah. Those people are fascinating. Everything about it is just got me completely hooked. So well done. It's the first time I think a recommendal has driven me to watch something that hard the very day you recommend that it. quickly yeah no yeah, kidding that was in well now you gotta intense. hit I, I swear you gotta hit uh, mythic quest when you're done with this all right i'm in um i did see the trailer for that finally and it actually inspired me to want to see it so i'll see it cool. yeah. uh while i was being lazy watching that uh you were <laughs> well i was doing that at night but you were out riding your bike well done yeah, i got out on the bike so first uh warm warm enough day for me to hit the old bike trail yesterday afternoon and uh, so right after coverville didn't even didn't even like say, well, I'll do it after I edit. I looked at my watch. It was the magic 66 degrees, which is, oh. which is the, you know, the I'm doing it uh, temperature. So good. When it comes to bike riding. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> not quite. Went out there, filled my tires and, uh, and got out there. I'm going to have to send you a photo. I'm going to have to take a photo. I'm going to have to send you a photo of my bike outfit because I got it from uh, Tina's parents for, for Christmas. It is a Spider-Man bicycle jacket and shorts nice i also have i also have a captain america not jacket bicycle shirt and shorts i'm gonna have to send you the kept uh, send you a photo of the captain america one as well but that's great uh, that's so great do you have a matching helmet so you got the little uh i don't, I don't. Yeah. the helmet and the sadly the helmet i have is orange so it does not fit the fit the thing but as i was riding one little girl that i passed was spider-man Mm. I think myself, yeah, maybe you know, maybe seventy five pounds less. Mm. <laughs> if I if I get to seventy five pounds down, maybe that's cute though. It's um, cute. It was really cute. Yeah. yeah, and uh, just great to see everybody out there walking on the path. And sadly, now today forty. Oh no, it's going to get up to fifty four degrees. Maybe, maybe another ride today. Yeah, that's right on the edge, right? I'll start wearing shorts right in the. the I'll, I'll wear shorts in the fifties. I'll mm-hmm. jog yeah. in the fifties. But I don't know if I'd ride because the bike involves a lot of wind. And it does cold wind, yeah. right? Like you don't. Want and that. a lot of my ride goes by a reservoir or a um, uh, a creek, and a lot of cold cold air comes off of that, especially the uh, reservoir. Oh yeah, the so, waters. So. Water will do that too for sure. Yeah, 
That's so nice, though. How nice is that? That's nice. Being yeah, able to have that right great. there. It's so great to get out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I miss shooting tanks, but uh, not that much. <laughs> I'll go back. <laughs> when it's cold, I'll go back. I'll probably that. I'll do that today. Probably is do the uh, uh, do the VR thing. I don't know. I've got a I've got a dentist appointment. Oh, if that, they're the best. If the um, if the quest wasn't so bulky, I bet I could take the uh, the quest and wear that for my dentist appointment. But it does kind of impede there. I'm pretty sure that they're, they're, when the day comes when those things are small and just like the size of, of reading glasses. Google glasses or something. Yeah, yeah we're going to be doing You know that's going to be a thing you can do. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just take me away from here. Calgon, take me away. Take me out of this dentist's office. Make it interactive every time he, you know, zings you or whatever. Is something, exactly. a, bi a big tank comes around the corner. Ah, tank! And then the, you'd yeah, be I'd so... Probably, yeah, I'd probably just do some sort of like... Um, I don't think I'd, have to, I'd be able to do a game. Yeah, it'd have to be a... Like a, I don't know what it have to. Be. What would it be? Just uh, some sort of like a flying experience, or maybe even you know, yeah, like dropping out of the sky, free falling, maybe yeah. something something serene maybe. and chill. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, something where I don't need to move my head to see what's going on around me, but something yeah. maybe where <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just looking straight point. ahead. And it's a yeah. good point. You can't be doing this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> They're not going to allow it. Turns out they don't move with you. It turns out. Yeah, turns out, yep. Well, <laughs> congratulations. When is the MS-150? That's in a month? It is uh, uh, June. Oh, God, no. Oh, thank God. Scott, don't, don't say that. Mm. No, uh, it is uh, end of June. So June 28th, 29th, I believe. Oh, nice. Oh, is that's that right, right after right after that party we're going to. It is, I th actually. <laughs> it might be. It just now is hitting me that that might be the same weekend. Oh, it might be. Is it? Golly, that might uh, might affect things, won't it? Let me take a look at the date because that's... That could impede oh, your uh, chances. For Pete's sake. I think it totally does. Well, we'll find out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll be, yeah. a, maybe we'll be a nation of zombies by then and it won't matter, maybe. but maybe not. Maybe. June, June 27th and 28th. So, um, sorry, California. Uh... <laughs> Just now realized that. Yeah, take California. California's been taken. Yeah, it's been taken. Well, we'll. All right. Well, more on that later. Uh, okay. Well, we've yes. we've done all we can do for the top of the yeah, show. That's all we can do. Mm -hmm. And now there's this because there's nothing else. I don't watch the news. It's time for the news. Brought to you by. Core moved because of coronavirus. <laughs> it's now tonight at around 7 p.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm happy to actually uh, to say that that Bo Bo was feeling uh, <laughs> under the weather, but not because of the. Well, I, actually, I guess I guess we don't know because he can't get tested. Tested, jeez, he hasn't I don't been know. Tested, but I think he's feeling better today. Uh, we're going to definitely record tonight unless something crazy happens. So that'll be tonight at seven. Cool. So all kinds of content today. You're going to get current geek today. I have a oh, my night's going to be nuts, but uh, it's going to roll right into that. So I'll record that. Lots of nice. stuff happening, so if you're into video games, you want to hear about the E3 cancellation and what that means for video games and our thoughts on a more digitally presented industry, which I think was coming anyway. This might just hurry that up. Uh, I have lots of thoughts on that. We'll talk about that tonight, among many other things, so check it out. Core, frogpants.com slash core or frogpants.tv at 7 p.m. Mountain. All right. Nice. Let's uh, dive in here. Hey, Matt Gates. I mentioned him yesterday or Tuesday when Jerry was on. <laughs> <You> did. <laughs> and Jerry clutched pearls about it, so I didn't talk much about it. Um, but <laughs> here's the thing. A, a, and this is this, this story isn't even – I'm not even I'm not even dragging or throwing shade here. Um, right. Because I think 
Imagine being somebody, it doesn't matter who you are, and I don't care what affiliation you are, what president it is, doesn't matter. Let's say there's a pandemic happening and you may have been exposed to it and then you took a trip on Air Force One by the president's invitation and then found out later you may have carried it from where you'd gotten it onto the plane and possibly had passed that around to the president and all and his and and all the president's men <laughs> before you got off of that plane imagine how that might feel that would be a really yeah. rough day you'd be having it totally would be yeah exactly so that leads into this story uh <laughs> matt gates he's a representative from uh down there in florida florida ended up sleeping in a walmart parking lot after potentially exposing trump to the coronavirus uh, he had a whirlwind day. He was learned. He learned he was exposed to the coronavirus, and it ended with a Walmart parking lot, according to the Pensacola News Journal. A Florida congressman was initially skeptical of the virus, going as far as to wear that gas mask on the House floor, which was what I was making fun of on Tuesday. Uh, but he was forced to self quarantine aboard Air Force One, sitting next to President Donald Trump on the ride over. On the plane, Gates learned he had posed for a photo with someone who had later tested positive for COVID nineteen. To take maximum precautions, he was reportedly slept in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, somewhere off Interstate 85 in the back of his, uh, sorry, uh, on his drive back from Florida from Washington, D.C. Uh, I went, really do want to know what vehicle. Like, is he, like, is this like a little Subaru and he's like scrunched up in the back seat? Yeah, <laughs> just all cozied up in there. I don't know. Old 1971 Subaru or. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, it says when he, um, oh, when he, when he wore the mask, uh, people were criticizing him, obviously, myself included. Gates was, uh, taking the coronavirus, or how seriously he was taking the outbreak, but following his self-quarantine aboard Air Force One. Uh, oh, was he self-quarantined on the plane? Hmm. Anyway, it says, after he had been cl in close contact with President Donald Trump, coitus, just kidding. Uh, in the same car on the way to the flight, oh yeah, so that's dangerous, Gates hit the road and skipped uh, staying at a hotel, electing instead to spend the night in the Walmart parking lot. I slept in the parking lot, Somewhere off 85, he told the uh, news journal from his car and uh, then completed the rest of his drive. He is currently under 14 days self. Uh, wow. Uh, what do you call it? Self. What's the word? Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. yeah. But that's pretty intense. Like, that is pretty I, I, intense. Again, so taking away all the politics, the leader of the free world is in the is in the car with you and you're right next to him and you have it and you didn't know it. That's, no a he that's yeah. heavy, man. Yeah, it totally is. Um, wow. You know what? I guess is. The noble thing to do to, I'm assuming that he decided not to do a hotel, uh, to not spread the virus, and that's why he did the Walmart parking lot and not, right. not for any other weird reason. <laughs> right, right. And they, and by the way, I know I've said quite a lot. I'll stop now, Bobby Franks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I, okay. There's this thing about Walmart parking lots, where yeah. I guess they encourage people or say it's fine if people want to park mm -hmm. there all night. Right, RVs or whatever. I don't know if you know you can just park your. I don't know if you can just park your Kia Soul and sleep in the back of it. I guess I could find out. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. One of these days, I kind of want to find out. Is that weird that I want to find out if I can just go park my my uh, Prius or no? What do I have? Is there a weird like uh, like secret two a.m. Walmart parking lot party that happens every night that right. Uh, right. you're sworn to secrecy about? Yeah. Right? Like. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Is there something else about this I don't know? Do they let you in and you get like, 
they give you like coffee or you get to go to the little <laughs> you know thing i don't know yeah i mean the subway or the mcdonald's whichever one it has <laughs> I, it's been a while since i've slept in a car back when i was in college i used to i used to do it every morning because if you wanted good parking you had to get there at like 5 a.m mm, and sure. then i would sleep until seven because <laughs> my classes weren't until seven so I would sleep just in the so you car could get the parking just spot? so I could get the parking. Otherwise, you were screwed. You just had, you what, had to walk to miles. Save, so to save yourself 10 minutes of extra walking, <laughs> you'd get there two hours in advance and sleep in your car? I did. This is the truth. I did. <laughs> and it wasn't even, even then it was like, am I going to get parking anywhere? Like, it was so bad back then. They've since expanded the university parking, but in the day it was so bad. Anyway, so I'd do that. That's uh I want to know. Uh, oh, did he he has an RV, Blue Ridge or no? Kellogg Seven says uh, Gates was driving an RV. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, he has an RV, a little Airstream. Oh, little well, that's not Airstream. so bad. That's of, fine. No, though. exactly. Yeah, I'm picturing like a Subaru Brat with a freaking open bed in the back or something like. That. <laughs> right, Pontiac Aztec with which has the tent built in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that new that new Tesla's got that tent unit deal going. Oh, really? The Cybertruck? Yeah. It has a very Aztec. I mean, you could see a very, you That's know. That's very cyber. <laughs> you, could, you could see uh, Walter White in there. Sure. Why not? Totally could see him. Yeah, a little pizza on the roof. But sure. anyways, is, uh, the point is, what a weird thing. Weird thing. <laughs> I think the takeaway from that is what a weird thing. It is a weird thing. I do. I kind of want to test it though. I just want to see what's what is the world of parking yeah. at, a, at a Walmart overnight. What is that world? And right, I record right. a bunch of it. Kind of you know get some video and audio. Maybe talk to some other people I see pull up at like two a.m. in the RV, be fun, right? To do like a little uh, man on the street, except man in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, I'd be like I'm, you, you cut a video, a quick cut video on YouTube, mm-hmm. but you have the music from. Uh, uh, Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. <laughs> oh man, we've been ruined by media. We all, the, everything you're saying right now is totally accurate as to what we should do, and it's only because we've seen it a thousand times in other things. It totally is. Yes. But I would love, I would love that. I'd go up to a guy and go, "Hey, sorry, I saw you guys just pull up. I hope you don't mind. Is it possible I could just talk to you for a second? And they'll talk to me, and I'll find out. And then I'll realize, no, nah, I don't want to do this at two o'clock in the morning. I'm not. I'm, no, this is all just a no. bad idea. I'm not gonna do it. I, you know, honestly, I think it would be a blast once this, once uh, our our pandemic is over. I would love to like rent an RV, fly to fly to LA, rent an RV in in uh, LA, yeah. and go from one coast to the other coast, and you know, do little mini meetups in key cities along the way, and mm-hmm. just have like a little. Just you document know, little, it. See the country, you know. Mm-hmm. Document the whole thing and be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I could do. I could do my work, the stuff I do from the road. So. Yeah. I could, aren't there better? Uh, is, I guess it's. I don't know if it's satellite still or how do people do internet on uh, mobile now these days? I just hook up five G to their phone and tether everything. Probably. Maybe? Yeah, that's what I would do. Is I would just tether. Yeah, I think that would be the way hot to do spot, it. Hot spot, my phone. Because I think you know. <laughs> Hot spot, it man. Hot yeah, spot. You want a hot spot? Check it out. Tethered to my Stop phone. Stop in the Walmart parking lot and play some hacky sack with the locals. Oh, hacky sack at 2 a.m. in a Walmart parking lot with locals. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Brian. All right. Retirement plan. Sounds like a blast, yeah. doesn't it? Ret- Come on. Retirement plan locked in. Sounds good to me. Yes, exactly. Um, a miserable man 
is in the news. We're going to talk about this miserable man. It's not It's not Matt Gates. Uh, a miserable man tattooed his entire body blue to feel confident. Oh, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> he's blue and he thinks he's a guy. How's that go? I know that you're not the first person to tell me that they thought the lyrics were that. I thought that was it. It's just Daba Dee Daba Die. It's even like in the, I think it's in the parenthetical of the title. Blue Daba Dee Daba Die. So it's not words at all. It's just nonsense. Daba Dee Daba Die. I think I'm a guy. Yeah, I think I'm a guy. It's not that. Okay. It's not that. No. I think in my heart of hearts, I I feel like I knew it wasn't that, but it's still good to have confirmation. It totally is, yeah. Well, this guy uh, tattooed his entire body blue with ink, uh, has a simple reason for giving himself a Smurf-like tinge. Uh, he says, to be honest, I just like the look of it, says Donnie Snyder, a former forklift driver from Canada. I thought it would be neat, he said. <laughs> uh, it has taken just three years for Snyder to transform himself into a jewelry-making, bus-wielding, or sorry, excuse me, bus-dwelling blue dude. In 2017, Snyder, who lives in Scarborough, Ontario, asked his sister to ink a portion of his leg and foot with a bright turquoise hue. And the rest, he told the jam press, is history. It's like living in a strange mode. uh, Or living in strange mode, says the 26-year-old. It's definitely striking, and I think it's a beautiful color. He's pretty zen about this, sounds like. He is, yeah. Yeah. He is just totally looking at uh, the video of him, and he is just... uh... He says he was blue, but it's more of like a light blue. Yeah, it's not quite Smurfy, right? Uh, oh, I think it's actually more Smurfy than like Blue Man Group blue. Like it's almost like a, yeah, it is kind of a light blue teal mm. turquoise. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're right. Let's see. He's uh, here, chat. You guys oh, his arms, the underside of his arms aren't blue though. Yeah, why would you did not do that? Like this area is yeah. still. Yeah. Also, his hands and his wrists are not blue yet. It yeah. looks like he just went nuts with a marker. It does. One yeah. of those smelly blueberry markers or something. Oh, look at this where he went all Tetris on his chest. I totally did. <laughs> wow. I mean, That's you know what? To each their own, dude. That's great. If you're happy, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Go for it. Be you. You be you. I'll be me. You probably get work at uh, Culver's. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like other places where their logo, all their, their branding is blue and he can... Just get a job. Mm-hmm. IBM, you could probably work for IBM. You work for IBM for Big Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best Buy. <laughs> no, Best Buy's yellow, isn't it? I, mean, I guess it's yellow and blue. It's blue, thing? prominently blue, and then yellow accents like the logo, text logo. But like when you're in a Best Buy, it's always dudes in yeah, dark pants blue, and blue shirts. Uh, blue shirts and yeah. yeah. So he could be your he could be your geek squad or whatever. That's right. That's fantastic. Well done, dude. <laughs> You be you, seriously. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Get on you, man. Get on you. Uh, sea turtles in the news. Always got to check in on these guys because you know they're, they're yeah they're kind Keep of endangered. Them. They're they're fun. Yeah, they're important. Turns out need them. They know how to get you to that uh, jet stream that'll get you to Australia. <laughs> that's what I that's what I've seen in movies. Um, <laughs> sea turtles are eating ocean plastic because it smells like food. A new study says. Aww. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Across the world, sea turtles are swallowing bits of plastic in the ocean because they are often uh, and they're often dying, dying as a result. There are many theories about why sea turtles and other marine animals ingest the plastic. Some people have long speculated that they mistake it for food because of its appearance. For instance, turtles will eat plastic bags that look like a jellyfish. Makes sense. Walmart bag floating around with a sure totally looks like a best jellyfish. price or lowest prices, whatever they say on the side, <laughs> and they go, "Ah, oh, I'll eat right. that," and they eat it, and it's bad. 
but here's some new news. The scientists from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill realized these explanations didn't quite account for whether the turtles would be attracted uh, or, or the turtles could be attracted to how plastic actually smells. The top on hmm. uh, oh, that line doesn't work. In a study uh, published Monday in Current Biology, Boy, that's got current be a, biology. That's a page turner. Current biology. <laughs> you know they're just when you read that, you just can't wait to get to the right. end. You're just so excited. Right, exactly. Oh, I, I go straight to the comics. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would do. Says here, let's see. Uh, they confirmed this question in, uh, for the first time. Sea turtles do mistake the scent of plastic for food. Quote, this finding uh, is important because it is the first demonstration that the odor of ocean plastics causes animals to eat them, says biologist Kenneth J. Lohman. Uh, it's possible to find, or sorry, it's common to find loggerhead turtles. I guess that's a kind of turtle. Mm-hmm. I never, hadn't heard of that before. With their digestive systems full, of partially blo- uh, full or partially blocked because they have eaten plastic materials. That's sad. I don't like that this. That is really sad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's see. In the study, they had uh, 15 of these turtles. They were in captivity for five months, delivered to a series of airborne smells, or had a series of airborne smells delivered to them. They ignored the sense of clean plastic and water, but responded to the smell of food and ocean-soaked plastics by sticking their nose out of the water to smell them. So, like, if you had, I don't know, let's say plastic that contained beef for a long trip, and then somehow that plastic ended up in the ocean, mm-hmm. that plastic smells like beef. It smells like beef! Yeah. Smells like beef. Like that kid always I did. Smell I smell like, like beef. beef. I wonder where that is. Do I have that? Yeah, I, I've gone uh, as as strawless as I can go at restaurants. Yeah. Um, uh, even if they, even if I'm ordering like an Arnold Palmer, yeah. Because uh, that's when you kind of want a straw so that you can stir it. I just ask for a spoon if I don't have one and mm. just stir it that way. Sure. But the thing, so Starbucks had this thing where they came out with these plastic lids. Um, that negated the the need for a straw. It was almost like a sippy cup lid, right? Because it would, it covers the drink, but then there's like a, it oh, comes to a little bit of a point. Right. My Zao, our local Zao does this, this fusion Chinese Mexican place does that with their cups. It's like a little, you're right. It's like, it's kind of like this coffee cup here. Oh yeah. Kind of like the coffee cup where you get the little hole there. Yeah. yeah except right. it's like, there's like a dip so you can actually kind of straw suck it. I don't know how it works. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, which you know that we all know that the best reason for a straw is to keep the ice from going into your mouth when you're <laughs> drinking a cold drink. That's right. That's so right. Uh, yeah, take- so I guess you know what I'm saying is more. Um, you know, we need to. Uh, I know we still have the plastic lids. I know, mm-hmm. but uh, until we can figure out a good way to get away from those, yeah, uh, maybe cardboard lids or something like that. But uh, um, yeah, you know, they still to- they still do the thing here downtown where like for a while they called it Straw Lake City, but they just uh, don't give straws unless people request them. Yeah. Um, so instead of the default thing, you just somebody says, "Hey, can I get a you know like at a restaurant that normally would bring you a straw with your with your mm-hmm. cups or glasses?" They just don't do it. And I think yep. it made some. They they were able to calculate it made some some impact. Like some it makes makes a little bit of a difference. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. A, not not big enough to change the world, but you know every little yeah, bit helps. But every little bit helps. Exactly. That's right. Uh. Anyway, poor turtles. Hope they're okay. Finally, in the news, <laughs> this is pretty this, good. This makes me hungry. Yeah, for- <laughs> it, does, it does me too. Especially because it's Oregon, right? Because they're always the best in Oregon. Anyway, and, you know, I think Voodoo Donuts overrated. Sorry, send your emails, whatever. But uh, but aren't there other places there that are like super good that are better than Voodoo? 
Oh, I don't know. Is that is that like a donut capital now? Is I, like there's Portland other, a? I think what happened is Voodoo got too mainstream, and then a bunch of others popped up and outdid them or something. Okay, something like that. All right. Like uh, Rusty Nail says, the ODB is off the chain. What's that? I o- don't know what that means. ODB. Is that an old donut bar or something like that? <laughs> the old donut bar. The old donut bar. Cowboy Donuts is another one. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got one place uh, here in Arvada called OMG Donuts. Oh, and nice. it's run by a, uh, a, a a slight Asian man. Like he's very thin and wiry, but he is like the nicest guy. When they first opened, um, he didn't have uh, the credit card machine working, and it was like they had just opened. And I was like, and this was before Weight Watchers, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'll go and we we had. Tristan and Simon living with us at the time. So I'm like, all right, it's Sunday morning. I'll go out and get some donuts for the kids and I'll try the new donut place. So we go over there to get a dozen and he boxes it up and, and I get my card out to pay him. And he's like, Oh no, our, our card machine's not uh, hooked up yet. Yeah. And I said, Oh shoot, I don't have cash. He says, no problem. Just write your name here. And, um, and you know, next time you come in, just pay. Oh, and I'll put a little, put a little number next to your, put a little thing next to your name, seeing how much uh, these were. And next time you come in, just pay. And next time I came in, I told, not only did I pay, but I gave him like a ten dollar tip for being so cool about that. That's awesome. And his donuts, his donuts are really good. They're That's really good I, you donuts. know what, the world. This this actually reminds me of a thing. I've got a wackadoo semi relative on Facebook telling people to avoid Chinese restaurants because of the coronavirus. <laughs> Jeez. And I don't understand that because, yeah. Well, I I can't speak for everybody, but most of the Chinese restaurants near me that are good are owned by Chinese Americans who don't live in China, who haven't had contact with anybody in China. Right, of course. Their foods all sourced. The food here. comes from different. Like their food probably comes from America. They're not getting egg rolls shipped over from uh, the mainland. They're you know they're I'm, getting it from. Cisco services or whatever it is. I guess I'm not outright calling her racist, but I don't know. It's a little on the edge there. I think it's misinformed. She's probably she's probably she's not coming up with this on her own. She's hearing it from somebody else, from some somebody that she follows and trusts and respects. And yeah, that's yeah. that's I true. Right. Tell her to avoid Italian food as well. I bet she doesn't. I oh, bet yeah. she says no. Guaranteed, yeah. she won't. Yeah, because because it's, she's not thinking about how how actually bad it is in Italy right now. Exactly. By her yes. thinking, you should be worried. If if you're thinking about the Chinese restaurant, is it all correct? Then you should be worried about the Italian restaurant. Exactly. Yep. Okay, that's the answer. What am I thinking? I'm going to Facebook yeah. later and putting it in there. Woo! <laughs> oh, Rusty Neal says the ODB is a donut at Voodoo. It's a chocolate glazed donut with crumbled Oreos, then covered in chocolate syrup and peanut butter sauce. Oh, that sounds all right. Uh, yeah. It sounds. I mean, I, yeah, it sounds. Know. It sounds like something I would have eaten two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say back in my Shug days, I would have eaten that. Yeah, exactly. But, for sure. Uh, huh. Yeah. yeah, I don't go to the Olive Garden for other reasons, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Anyway, so this uh, deal. Uh, this police in Oregon say a man robbed a donut shop with a hatchet. He was Ooh. later found eating a donut. That's my favorite part wow. of the headline. I we should it. ban all hatchets. Yeah, like that they found him later eating a donut. <laughs> he's eating a donut. Oh, really? Weird. <laughs> he's he's caught with the stuff. All right, police in Oregon he, arrested a man. He steal donuts or money? <laughs> he stole donuts, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it says right here he he re- allegedly robbed a box of donuts with a hatchet, uh, left with a box of donuts, and stopped a short distance away to eat one of the donuts. 
Uh, on the lookout, the suspect is glazed and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, let's see. Oh, it was a voodoo location, even. Oh, it was no, a voodoo. Look at <laughs> I that. I forgot to mention right, that. That's nobody, how you get your ODB. That's right. <laughs> uh, nobody was... It was only a block away. The, he just couldn't wait. He had to eat, so he ate it only a block away, but... Portland Police Bureau said no one was injured in the incident. The hatchet was recovered from the donut shop. James, uh, age 40, is the guy, was arrested on a first-degree felony robbery and taken to a county detention center. Okay, hold on. So the hatchet was recovered from the donut shop. Yeah. So at one point, he had the box of donuts, and they had the hatchet? Either that or he, like, went, all right, I'm out, and then, like, slammed it, you know, hatcheted it into the counter and left. That's what I picture. <laughs> Again, still... Yeah. He walks out of there with a box of donuts. Yep. And they now have the hatchet. Yeah. Yeah. Fair trade. Fair trade. Yeah. But I mean, that, it seems like at that point they could have stopped him. Once the hatchet was out of his hands. Yeah. He's not going to rob a hatchet <laughs> store with a box of donuts. <laughs> okay. Somebody submit the title, rob a hatchet store with a box of donuts. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's a weird story, but only in Oregon, I guess. So nice yeah, job, guys. Nice. We told Fred Armisen and Kerry Roundstein do a do a skit about it. Damn straight. All right. Speaking of being damn and straight, no, that's not. I hear. <laughs> We're going to be back in a minute with Wendy. We got some stuff to talk about, and that'll be right after this break with a song Brian has. What do you have there? All right. Well, you know, it's uh, not common for me to use an Indian in the middle that is over five or six minutes long, unless it is really, really good. Mm. Today's Indian in the middle is a nine and a half minute song. All right, I'm not going to lie. It's a long song, but it doesn't feel long because it's so good. This is kind of like your, uh, your craft work, your, your um, pet shop boys. It's so, I don't know. I really, really like the song. And so it, it you know, if it, yeah, it does feel like dream theater, but it does. It's a, it's a song that's good enough to make me break my, my no songs over five or six minutes rule. Um, the band or the performer is a guy named Steven Wilson. Wilson! Wilson! Um, it's a brand new album that he's got coming out, uh, The Future Bites, which comes out June 12th okay. uh, via the Future Bites Corporation. So it's self, his, his own indie label. Yeah. Um, the song is called Personal Shopper, and it is really, really good. Here's Stephen Wilson and Personal Shopper.
sunglasses. Teeth whitening. Deluxe edition box sets. Volcanic ash soap. Anti-aging cream. Self-love. Multivitamin supplements. Noise-canceling headphones. Self-esteem. Designer trainers. Self-indulge. Diamond cufflinks. Detox drinks. Self-obsession. Self-defense. Smartwatch. Self-defense. Organic LED television. Self-control. Fitness club membership. Self-doubt. Fake eyelashes. Monogram luggage. Self-esteem. 180 gram vinyl. Branded water. Self-help.
talk about a very very cool product there are tons of apps on the app store but once in a while one pokes its head out and goes hey check me out and i take notice here's a great example entail e-n-t-a-l-e what's the big deal well how about okay imagine you're listening to this show tms and we read an article and you're like oh man i want to know more about that that's the thing i want to learn more about well with entail you can you can put faces to voices, like our faces to our voices, I guess, and others. Read an article that we talked about. You can discover the full story that we just barely touched on and hit on. That's the beauty of Intel. They use AI to pick up relevant information, so you can always stay in the loop on top of the conversation. No more pausing and searching. Just follow along with all the references as they're mentioned. So again, imagine I go, hey, there's that guy in Florida who did that thing. And you can immediately go, oh, that's what he's talking about because I'm clicking, I'm going right with him. An interactive experience, if you will. So I love it. And you will too. It's called Entail. E-N-T-A-L-E. And uh, here's what we want you to do. Go to entail.com slash TMS. That way they know you were sent by us. Or you can go to the iOS and Android store uh, for either of your, uh, whichever device you have and download the app. That's the Entail app, E-N-T-A-L-E. All right, so go check it out. Give it a shot. Tell us what you think. We're pretty excited about it. We think you will be too. That's entail.com slash TMS. I'm Gravedigger Jones. The Morning Stream. Computer, stop the flow of time. All right, I have to tell you how this worked, because you're a music guy, you'll appreciate it. Yes. This lady was, I cut out the parts where she was singing the, what's the September song? Uh, September, September. by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, and when she would do the, oh. This is the sound yeah. she was making. <laughs> that was what she was doing instead. <laughs> I don't you remember. I don't remember. And the rest of it was just so, you know, pedestrian and boring that I thought, well, I'm just going to cut out the weird bits. And so that's what Oh, that love is. it. Love it. Anyway, a little fun behind the scenes, how I do it thing. Yeah. All right, uh, <clears throat> my sister could have, have a little bit of a Yoko vibe to it, uh, Matuba. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, how's she doing? She's all right, right? She's around. She's all right. Yeah, yeah. Does she do she music came out with and... an album a couple years ago, as a matter of fact, and yeah. it was uh, horrendous. <laughs> I mean, has it ever been good? Or if I have I just missed the boat on why Yoko Ono was good? Was she always good? Was she? Um, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where you. Uh, if you like that style of performance art, then mm. you like what Yoko does. Great. Do you think she hangs? Sense? She, yeah. she goes to. Do you think she vacations with the McCartneys or anything like that? Probably not. No, I definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of. Uh, 
Yeah. Some animosity. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't even know if uh, Julian talks to her, right? Like, um, oh, their actual kid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One of their one of their kids. She was just a piece of performance art to her. Hello. Oh, hi, Wendy. Hello. How are you? <laughs> How the heck are you? Uh, hey, quit interrupting our conversation. Yeah, what are you doing here? I couldn't find a window, and then I was like, oh. I oh, I forgot to change your intro. I told you I would, and then I forgot. Yeah, really? So instead, let's you know what? Let's just do a random one. Let's see. Um, let's do like. Uh, all right, here we go. No, that's not you. Hold on, here we go. Wendy's has the taste. There you go. <laughs> Wendy's has the taste. Uh, hey, it's uh, Wendy. Dunford, she's my sister, uh, full disclosure, but she's also a trained professional in the area of psychology and therapy, and she comes on Thursdays and we talk about uh, the world of uh, helping people with their therapy issues. Maybe they've got a, you know, a breakup that was real hard, or maybe they had some stuff growing up that they want to deal with now, or whatever it is. Those are the kinds of things we help with. Today's a little two-pronged. One is some good news. Yes. Uh, Let's hear it. So I'm going to read this email. Hold on. It's I thought I had it up and I don't. There it is. Nope. There it is. Oh, shoot. Where did it go? I sent it to Wendy. So where did it go? This is great. I have it. Do you want me to read it? You know what? If you have it. Oh, you know what? Wait. I think I found it. Nope. I lost it. All right. Yes. Aww. If you, I don't know why I don't have it, but if you have it in front of you, if you wouldn't mind reading it, that'd be wonderful. Yes. So this is a... Uh... Okay, remember long ago, there was a family um, uh, about, they had a little boy and grandpa, they were worried about his, the interaction with grandpa. Grandpa was real grumpy. Totally remember and, this. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember if, if the grandpa actually had more going on. Mm. I um, remember he was just like so like. Oh, BPD, that's right. Uh, paranoia. Yeah. Right, right, right. Borderline right. personality. Yeah, like yep. significant stuff. And they were talking about, like, should we just stop all contact? Yeah. You know, what, what do we do to protect our son? So, anyway, uh, this was their follow-up email. A bit back, uh, let's see. My husband. Okay, so this is from the wife. So, the husband had emailed about this. Right. Uh, regarding my father, his mental health, in regards to our son. I wanted to take a second to update you, and thank you. The advice you gave was listened to several times and on many occasions. Um, Finn is now three and enjoying a beautiful relationship with both of his grandfathers. You have reminded us as parents to take time to protect our son by means of understanding as well as vetting my father and his disposition. This allows us to spend more or less time unsupervised with Papa as his mood allows. Papa's like grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and then she said, reminder, BPD presenting with paranoia. We talked with Papa every day on the way home from daycare. It allows us to help him out of an episode or at his worst days on his worst days and keeps his mind positive on the good ones. Finn enjoys telling him about his day and being silly with him all is well here in our household as well as can be expected. That's awesome. I love hearing stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, good, let's good follow up. Good, like happy ending or at least a happy path to a happy ending. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And when you guys have yeah. those, when we've read your emails here or we've talked about your situation and things improve for you, let us know if they don't, mm -hmm. you can let us know Either too, way. because yeah, because yeah, yeah. we'd love to follow up and maybe help more. You learn more information or you found something else out and we can help more whatever. Exactly. That's why we do it. Yeah. And you know, Wendy's, she gets zipped for this other than, you know, the satisfaction <laughs> of, Helping Other people. than keeping my brother sane. That's right. Keeping me sane. It's all about me in the end. <laughs> it's all about me. Um, it is. I'll oh. do anything for my brother. Well, in the breaking news that the Boston Marathon was just canceled, uh, let's, huh. let's, uh, <laughs> this just happened, I guess. The chat room just told me. Oh, uh, man. I wonder if they're going to cancel the MS 150. I can see that if they're, if this is, you know, now going to like, uh, 
marathons and things like that. Jeez. Well, the Boston Marathon is when normally? Uh, hold on. I thought it was Memorial Day. No, that's the New York later. Um, oh no, maybe it's earlier. To 2020, I can't find it. Uh, I can't find the date, but yeah, because they canceled it, Scott. Yeah, yep. it's canceled. Yeah, I guess there's no. I don't know what the date would have been, but anyway, I was just curious how deep into the summer. April, it went. Tw- oh, April 20, 420, man. 420. 420. Oh man, blaze up! All right, well, uh, so that's uh, the latest in a string of what feels like I said yesterday. Somebody in the chat room said it better. They said, "Man, yesterday was a hell of a week," and that's that is how. <laughs> Yesterday yeah, felt because there was so much stuff going on. Um, one of which was a big one, which was the NBA suspending its entire season, based season. based yeah. primarily on a Utah Jazz player who made things yeah, real, real dumb. Jokingly touched a bunch of mics beforehand, like to be funny, and don't no, that's not funny. Yeah, and as of this morning, <laughs> now that you have it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> now there's another player with it. It's another Jazz player has it, and it's uh, anyway. And somebody in the is it the Warriors or somebody else yesterday said they. Another team, some other player has it. They were already going to cut back and like do, you know, audienceless yeah, games, games and stuff like yeah. that. Um, the the but when it yeah when the teams are manhandling each other during a game and you got all those guys, yeah, that's it gets real weird. So anyway, that we we talked about a little bit of the top show and now again and all these things are happening. Um, you know, Brian and I talked at the top of the show about how we're adjusting our thoughts and feelings and plans for Vegas, and that may end up just not happening. It may end up happening in a much smaller way. We don't know, but like all of these when things. When is that planned for? It's in two weeks. And oh, two weeks yeah. from today is the trip specifically. Yeah, yeah. And we've been, you know, we've been planning on this since what? When did we lock this in last year? It was like um, October or something. November, October. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> it was yeah. when I had to say, sorry, we're not going to go to the pinball thing. Who knows? The pinball thing might have gotten canceled as well. The big yeah. pinball, uh, Dallas pinball festival. Yeah. And that's what's weird is everything. Oh, yeah. I'll bet it does. Because pinball, yeah. everyone's touching pinball machines. Everybody's touching the pinball machines. It's a, it's a closed. I didn't think about that. Air conditioning environment. Everybody's <laughs> breathing the same air, touching the same pinball machines. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So that so the thing Brian and I were originally going to go to in Dallas is probably in some flux. And uh, mm-hmm. anyway, as a result, you know, it's all this stuff happening at once. And I don't see it as uh, as so much panic as I see it as like everyone's like, okay, well, no, this is a real one. Uh, the World Health Organization says, yeah, this is a straight up pandemic. So self-isolation is a good idea. The best illustration of this, by the way, that I saw was uh, like five matches. Okay, It was like a photo face down of, of matches lined up together. And there were like five matches in a row that were all burned out. And then there was one match next to it that should have been burned out, but it was pulled way down. So it hadn't, it wouldn't ignite when the others lit. And then all the other matches that were up again on the other side weren't lit either because this one guy decided to stay home. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like one match stayed out of the way. So the rest of the matches didn't catch on fire. It's a little simplistic, but that's kind of the idea. It's like if you want to stop this or slow it, you got to try to not (laughs) mingle. And, you know, we're social creatures, but just hold back a little bit for a bit. And uh, in all of this, there is the bigger question which is what we're going to talk about today a little bit of how do we treat each other in a time like this? And my, so Wendy, I just want to throw this out there and you can, if this isn't the direction we want to go, you can smack me and we can go a different way. But, um, all you hear about, and this is a whole nother issue. And we've talked certainly about, you know, pulling yourself away from social media or, or media in general more often. But all you seem to hear about is, do you hear about that guy in that Costco 
came in there in full military fatigues, stole water out of an old lady's hand and punched her in the face. Remember, did you hear about that? And then we all think, oh, it's mayhem. Everyone must be doing that. When really, there's a lot of other stories about a little old couple in a parking lot I heard about this morning. and it, was, it wasn't very publicized, but I heard about them today. They were like in their 80s and they were afraid to go into the store, but they needed some basics. And somebody heard them in their car crying and talking about what to do. And he offered to go get everything for them. And you don't hear about those. Those don't get the, the headlines. What the headlines give you is the wackadoo in the Costco that stole the water from the lady. So uh, if there's a way we can talk about this in a how should we be treated, how should we be treating each other in a stressful time like this, but also how not to get so caught up in, oh, everyone sucks and everyone treats everyone like garbage and just, I don't know, pull away from that stuff because I'm having to do it. Um, cause I, I know not everybody's punching each other for water. I know that it's these, it's, it's the ones that get the news are the ones that are the, are the weird one-offs that happen in some rare case. And the truth is those people were doing weird stuff like that before all this. So anyway, I just yeah, that to, dude's been stealing water from old ladies for a generation. Yeah. You don't just do that. Right. You don't just suddenly yeah. go that direction. And I, and I, you know, more often than not, people are helping each other. I don't buy I don't buy the the Walking Dead idea that everyone turns on everybody. I just don't buy it. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm overly optimistic about that. No, you haven't seen those videos from Costco. <laughs> but that's my whole point. The Costco things yeah. are all you get to see are those and nothing yeah, else. And, right, right. and so yeah, because sometimes we try to catch nice things on our phones and video it, right? And then you get to see those. But most yeah, people really, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't. We need to do that more. It's like, oh, look at that. That guy's just uh, giving that, uh, getting up from the subway and giving that lady her seat. I'm going to video this for and put it on Twitter. No, I'm going to videotape the guy who's cussing up a blue streak and spitting on the floor on the uh, on the subway. I mean, once in a while you get it from famous people, like uh, there's that famous um, thing where Keanu Reeves gives a seat to somebody on the subway in New York. Uh, This is a really sweet moment. He doesn't even know he's being filmed. The lady doesn't even seem to know who he is. And he's just like, oh, no, let me get in. Like, he, he did it out of this, like, this is how I was raised. I'm going to give this nice old lady my seat. Like, of course I am or whatever. I like stuff like that. But that's mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves, okay. so somebody's filming it. Yeah, right? exactly. That's yeah. what makes it few and far between. And Right. You know, we've done well, let's, let, let's talk about the foundation of all of this and sort of humanness, right? Because so so well, it's been fascinating. I, I really am sad if they cancel, like, March Madness and – or something because I want I want social psychologists to study the athletes playing without crowds. Like mm, I want yeah. I want so much data out of this and I know that's awful and I shouldn't be thinking that way. But should I even do. be doubly fascinating with the fact that it's madness. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well no, hey exactly. just real quick, just to just to, to back you up on that. Um I also had the exact same thought about these games for the March Madness. I hope that they stick and that they they go on they yeah. go on because that is really fascinating data and i think it's okay to to look at some of this stuff and go well this is pretty dire but here's a chance for us to do a thing we never can do otherwise like right this- or even just like cutting production out of factories and watching what happens to the earth right, right? like right, mm-hmm. right. reducing right. air travel what what happened right like, or, I or, just or even people are paying attention even when you flip it the other way and say like yesterday on dtns we had a big topic about what what is all this going to do to internet usage because all your peak yeah. times are going to change all of your uh you know people that normally are all at work all that work internet is different than what it is if people are at home and they're working from home and they're doing it at different hours like there are actually things they have to think about like 
they're not yeah. equipped necessarily for that. So this is a chance for them to, to, again, not not really want to do it, but now that you got to do it, there's a chance to to learn from this. And the same thing goes for I keep talking about the video game industry. They're canceling all events. Like E3 got canceled. Uh, developers conference was already canceled. Like all these things, one after another, keep getting canceled. And I already thought that the that industry was heading to more of a digital presentation anyway. And now they're being forced to kind of do it. So they're so they're having a chance to say, all right, well, if we're now forced to, what is the what, what do we actually do now? Where are our strengths in this? And and maybe it ends up being the more dominant thing. Like there's, I guess what I'm saying is, across the board, there's a chance to learn something from this, and it isn't just dire freak out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And and but but if we go, I mean, yes, not but. I didn't mean to say but. Um, <laughs> I really would love some fun studies that are done on this. But totally, there's something also going on which is like the very fundamental human survival instincts and fear-based whatever is is getting sort of tested in interesting ways that are new, right? So think back to 9-11. So 9-11 happens and there is this feeling of camaraderie and connectivity. And, you know, when I lived in Sweden, the way they would talk about that event, um, I went with Swedes to the 9-11 memorial and they talked about just memories and how people talked about it and this sort of unity everyone felt and around the world, but it had this enemy that was a group of people who wanted to, you know, to harm. And so you could, it was like a very clear cut bad guys, you know, and we, mm -hmm. we like that. We're sort of built to like that. Um, and this is something very different. This is everyone goes from, you know, your, your comrade to your enemy, depending on if they have the virus or not. Right. Yeah. So like it, it, the enemy is invisible and is yeah. and so you can really be irresponsible with your behavior that then impacts other people which would make somebody mad we do this we have this in small doses all over the place right mm -hmm. where someone drives recklessly and you put us all in danger and it's like there's a fury i have for drunk driving that i can't even explain and but that is here in a local place in a local time in a hit and miss or you know whatever it might be this is everyone at the same time watching the same news getting the same you know, fear-based everything. Yeah. And so it puts us in this weird conundrum. We don't have a black and white bad guy. We don't have a um, a way to sort of know if we're safe or not. And this instinct to buy water and toilet paper and soap is fascinating. Because mm. A, did none of you wash your hands before is what I'm seriously wondering about. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the, the urge to have water. So this is not waterborne it cannot be transmitted through water the water supplies it will be fine yeah. now workers at water plants i mean i guess you could get to like doomsday scenario with that but mm. there is something impulsive and and sort of intrinsic about get me water yeah which is because we need it to survive right it makes a lot of sense so we also need a lot of toilet paper i guess to survive like we're really into those two things um but then where does this translate into what's happening now? So you have a lot of people in various camps, right? You have, um, I had a friend just yesterday. She is at a water park in Wisconsin. It's huge. It's just like this giant indoor. They're no, it's called the Wisconsin Dells. And they're known for just hotel and massive indoor water resort after another. And it's like, that's all it is. And she's like, I have just finally had time to pay attention to the news. And yesterday was crazy. 
She's like, I'm going to die in Wisconsin in a water park. <laughs> mm. And she is not an anxious human being. She has, you know, she doesn't think she's actually going to get coronavirus or anything. She's just worried about, she works with a lot of groups of people, lots of students. She, she runs a, a girls on the run organization here. And so she's training coaches. She's in and out of school. She is, if she's contagious, she's going to harm a lot of people. And so she really is thinking about that, right? But so it's going from people who are freaked out to everyone having anxiety about this, maybe all at once. Whereas there's plenty of people who are anxious about things all the time. Actually, that's who I'm the most worried about mm. is mm. when you're already up to your eyeballs with fear and concern and, and sort of anxiety generally. And then we've added this on top. How are, how are they all doing? Yeah. Um, Cause I am not an anxious person. And I have felt when they, when they shut down the NBA, I was like, Oh, nap yeah this is real well because you mm -hmm. know that because the number one motivator for most giant organizations is money yeah that's that and everyone's giving it up every every single right thing in that in that scenario with that nba thing is a massive many many that's millions perhaps billions of, of dollars yeah huge it's just yeah. huge yeah yeah so like and plus all yeah. the trickle down right like everyone that works there the mm -hmm. security the people selling you the hot dogs the halftime Folks. I mean, there's, it's just impacts. And this is true of all of these gatherings, mm -hmm. right? And so if money is the main priority and they're not, they're going to cancel it. Now, obviously money still remains a priority. If you are the place where it spreads everywhere, that's going to ruin your brand forever. You know what I mean? So there's also a value in canceling. Yeah. And I, I mean, even to the point that, um, even oh man, I, I, if, you, if you really want to start, I mean, I, I know that it has a sort of a trickle down effect and the markets are often a, a, an, an alarming symbol of what's happening. You know, when you see the stock market take the kind of dive it took and that sort of thing, uh, it's usually just a prediction of what's about to come. But if you think about just one of these conferences, like GDC alone, the game developers conference, the one Carter was supposed to go to and they canceled. I don't know. That's probably a $300 million loss. <laughs> to, to everybody including organizers and everybody involved in it um and it goes all the way down to the little two-man development team that was going to fly there from the netherlands and show off their new product like all the way up to the, you know sony and microsoft and everybody else like it's just top, top to bottom so much money and for a uh, you know the society that's primarily a, a consumer-based sort of um yeah. a capitalist society to to just sort of turn those things off like they were a switch is a big freaking deal <laughs> like yeah. it's not yeah. a small thing and so um you know i don't exactly understand the there's there's still people in that i know who think this is a hoax or that it's being made up or or it was fabricated by the chinese to take everybody down or i've even heard a conspiracy theory that that the basketball players uh, on purpose are catching this so that they can spread it around and shut down the NBA, so it has to be restructured, or some weird conspiracy oh, I was geez. reading on Facebook. Like, there's no shortage of that stuff. But again, it's because I have access to it. These wackadoos always existed, but now they have a platform that they have just as equal connect or equal access to as I do, and they can just say the thing, and then that just piles onto that anxiety for some people. I mean, right. I read those things and go, "Dude, what the frick are you talking about?" Um, pedal that somewhere else, but you know it's a numbers game. Enough people believe in a thing, and they 
they do it themselves. I'm not trying to turn this into social media is the problem, and I'm because I, you know, yeah. I don't know that Obviously. it is. It's just that well, in this it's particular case, plus social media is the problem, right? <laughs> right. Like when SARS happened, SARS happened in what 2002 or three, whatever it was. Yeah, we didn't have any of this then. Nope. We had the internet, but we didn't have any of this. And so you didn't have the same, you know, freak out or you didn't not freak out. You didn't have the same access to the freak out. (laughs) Right. Right. That you have or the means means to create or amplify the freak. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And also on the flip side, the ability to get in touch with everyone and get them to behave a little better in order to do some good things. Right. Like the flip side also exists because, you know. And it's tricky, right? Those grandparents sitting in their car, right? Yeah. Like they need to be cautious. But this, to me, I just feel like it's the vacuum of leadership, right? Like mm-hmm. when you feel like the person in charge of all this is a moron or you <laughs> is a germaphobe himself and xenophobic and paranoid anyway, like this just feels like, you know, we don't, I'm sorry, but I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad about it yeah. because it matters. It matters how somebody who we need to look up to handle certain things. And this is why chaos often can result. And, and I think, you know, unfortunately companies have to do it because leader people in government don't know how to be grownups. Right. And so they're saying, I mean, Delta's response or the emails I've gotten from the companies that, you know, I have uh, interactions with have made me feel better. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, see, that's an email written by a grownup. Who knows how to say, here's what's going on. How can we help you? This, these lines are open. You know, we are, we are leading and you just go, dang it. You know, this mm-hmm. doesn't have to be how it is. Right, right. Um, but I think that's true. And, and this will get to the solving problem. Not that I have this answer to this. I do not, but I do have uh, like going back to each of us individually. Like, what are we doing? Cause yeah. to me, the thing that is more contagious than the coronavirus will ever be is human fear. Yeah. Right. It's one of our greatest assets and one of our worst things about us, but it's what's kept us alive for as long as it has. Right. And so we are messing with it in a a pretty profound way. So I also hope someone's studying that. Um, I have lots of wishes with studies, but (laughs) if you think about it, what are you personally doing that is exposing yourself to fear and making it worse for you and your family and messing with your mental well-being and what are you doing that is just seeking out some good information connecting with those that you love having you know what i mean finding a way to feel like you're doing the things you need to do because panic gets no one anywhere right right um and so that's a question i have for both of you what are you doing that's that's exposing you like you're licking a pole in public (laughs) of fear um i'm right i have a good answer i have a good answer for this because I well, actually, I guess I have a question as to why this is, and maybe it's because I've always, I've always been a pretty. I get anxious about lots of dumb stuff in my life. All right, yeah. always, and it's usually stuff A I can't control, or mm-hmm. B is catastrophizing events that I've that aren't here yet, or any of that. That's usually me. That's how I deal with it. However, uh, and anyone who's seen this happen can confirm this because it does happen occasionally. But when when something really hits, hits like it's happening, it's an emergency, someone's having a seizure or somebody fell down and hurt their head or that person got hit by a car, uh, you know, whatever. Something is an emergency right now. 
I go into like a weird, calm leadership mode. Mm. And I'm not freaked out. I'm not anxious. And I take charge and I want to help. And I, I know, and I know where to send people and you make the phone call and you do this and somebody grab a blanket and like, for whatever reason, when, when the poop hits the fan, I'm cool, cool as a cucumber and ready to roll. It's just when I have time to myself to think about future events <laughs> I can't control that things right. go weird. And here's what's happened in the last couple of days for me. This thing went from a thing I can't control that's a future thing that's freaking me out, but oh, I guess we won't really know how bad it is till July sort of thing, to being much more present and here and now. And when we block travel to Europe, for example, that was enough for me to go, oh, there's another example of, okay, this is happening now. Mm-hmm. I've flipped into a calmer mode and a more optimistic mode, weirdly. And I'm not used to this on this Is level. it that everyone's panic has risen to your normal level and I, you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I'm not, but I'm, but it's funny because I feel like I'm the one saying, well, now, I mean, what do we do? And I'm like, well, the, you do it, of course, what you can do, which is you take care of home, you take care of each other, you take care of your neighbors, uh, you do what you can for your immediates and then you try to go from there. Like to me, to me, it just, it it was like a weird kind of simplicity to this. Mm -hmm. I know that seems crazy, but this is just how I react to things. And I don't know why, but I'm more, I feel more in control, uh, more in control and more settled right now than I have during any other. Like I'm right now, if I knew I had a dental appointment, tomorrow like brian has one today if i had a dental appointment tomorrow i would be more stressed out about that dental appointment than i am about this not because i don't worry about this but because because it's here because it's happening and the and the, and the danger is clear and present there's no nebulous there's no making anything uh, up or trying to work right. it out or whatever to me it's just like all right i know what i have to do so well, let's just do like it like math it's like all right well uh, the you know there is a there is a logical thing that has to get done. I can see the order that these things need to get done as opposed to when it's amorphous and it's this thing that is out of your control and you can't, you know, it's, it's present, but far enough in the distance that you have no, no control over the expectations of what you can do to solve it. Right. Once it's kind of here in front of you, it's like, okay, here's this. I need to do this. Bottom line, we need to take care of this and we got to get this done and this. Yeah. If something's on fire, if something's on fire, you don't sit around going, oh, what if it spreads? Oh, right. Exactly. Oh, no, you don't do that. You go, all right, give me a bucket. (laughs) Let's go. We know what we have to do. People, we plan for this. Let's do it. (laughs) Right. And I, and I, and I'm, and I'm feeling a slight bit of guilt that I feel that way because I know everyone else is feeling very freaky around me. Like, you know, Kim's nervous. She's worried about you know, van, she's worried about the kids. She's worried about Mm -hmm. my mom and her mom and her parents are all in this kind of zone. especially my mom, you know, my mom's 82 years old. She's in the prime target zone for this sort of thing. And, and, um, you know, recently was sick and, you know, I just don't, I don't want her anywhere near this thing. And so we're, so she's more worried about that stuff than I am because I'm just saying, well, no, it's at the door. So here we go. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's just Mm -hmm. fix it. Let's do, let's cancel that, but let's not cancel this. And also let's, you know, how, how are we doing on, it's not like, and also I'm not in a hoard mode either. It's like, oh, we've got a decent, uh, food storage. We're good. It's a lot of ramen, but you know, there's some other stuff in there. Uh, and if somebody came to the door, <laughs> wrong with ramen. <laughs> if, if somebody came to the door and said, oh my gosh, we're, we're all out of food and we can't go to the stores. They've shut all the stores down. We would help them. Like there's a, there is that sense. You give them the ramen. You'd give them ramen. <laughs> 
Give them, <laughs> give them ramen. But my point is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't, I'm not bragging about this because I actually think it's odd that I do this. I don't, but, but to answer your question, that is where I'm at with this. And don't worry. Cause there'll be some other nebulous thing that happens in six months and it's supposed to happen that I'll stress about until the day. Cause that's what I do. But this right here is just here. It's just time. Okay. It's so time. It's helpful Let's go. for you that it's actually, it's arrived. And, and I wonder that would be interesting to study too. Those who struggle with anxiety, if this feels like, see, now you guys know how I feel all the time. Like there's some level of leveling that occurs because I know for me, I don't ever feel anxious. And I, I spent a long hour nose diving into the news recently and went, Oh crap. Like this is scarier than, mm -hmm. and I don't ever let myself feel scared. That's not a thing I do. And so for me to go, uh, and you're going, Oh yes. Now mm -hmm. it's, it matches my, my baseline. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit. And so you can calm down. I know this is a, is a not uncommon thing for people who work in, um, you know, first responders, ER doctors, um, ER professionals, just sort of the, the adrenaline of the emergency moment, um, is there calms the sea mm -hmm. and it's like their biology and the situation match. But you know, on the weekend they've got to go skydive to get some adrenaline because real life is super boring. Right. right so we, right. we're all sort of wired a little differently. And I think this impacts people in lots of different ways. Um, and it really, what it needs, and you're, you're speaking to this, Scott is a call for being a better person. Like I go back to nine 11, you would go into a gas station full of strangers and you just all felt like brothers and sisters for a minute. It was mm -hmm. strange. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember this, mm -hmm. um, but I totally. just, the yeah. fact that humans could do that for a minute is miraculous, right? Mm -hmm. But what version of that can be, is happening all the time, right? It's happening all the time. We're just not videoing it and freaking out about it, but it's good people helping other people. It's recognizing that we're connected, that every one of us, is suspect or su suspect that's not the word every one of us is susceptible thank susceptible, you susceptible you to a invisible thing right yeah. like how humbling is this really right if you think about it right. um and and also i mean this is strange i've had this thought many times like all this stuff getting canceled because i haven't paid it you don't pay attention you don't know the magnitude of human gatherings until suddenly they're canceled one after another and you right. go Look at us. Look at us right. meeting each other all the time and look at us face to face and how diverse it is and how we we share a love of this so we all go to this thing. I just think it's cool and and it's giving me appreciation for our interconnectedness in in a weird way I did not expect. Yeah. It's it's a odd thing. So I Brian, you didn't get a chance to sort of say you're into this like what No, but I mean it's kind of the same way. It's like um, you know, I I I kind of have that same, not really fight or flight um, instinct, but it is, it's similar where it's like, okay, you know, I love, I love when my back's against the wall because that is when I, when I feel like I'm at my best, mm -hmm. I can look at something off in the distance and not be super proactive about it and say, all right, yeah, that's going to happen. This is going to do this and I'm going to do that. But it's when my back's against the wall is like, okay, this has to happen. This has to happen. We have to put these five things in this order and tackle them all one at a time, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and that's kind of the way I'm feeling about this. It's, it's, um, you know, watching, uh, making sure Tina's safe, making sure my, my 
mom and dad are safe. My dad travels tons to yeah. He's uh, around, around the country, but also into other countries. He had a planned trip to Germany that obviously he canceled before, uh, before the president did. But um, <laughs> all right, Germany's <laughs> in the was one of the countries you can't fly to. I can forgot. somebody? Can you guys clarify this for me? Yeah. Did he cancel all the flights except for American flights? Yes. So if you are American citizen or national or um, what was it? Maybe those are the only two. You can travel back and forth uh and and um and that and you're you're not exempt you're fine or you are exempt i guess i should say mm-hmm. if does you he are, know how germs work no <laughs> no he does not <laughs> there's a lot of things that he uh, that we feel like, that, no what i Americans what i think happened never are contagious and i i, I mean there's i don't want to get conspiratorial but none of his uh, all the countries that have his resorts in them are all open you can go back and forth too i'm not saying there's <laughs> anything there but it's kind of funny oh, how that worked that's out great. uh that's but but great. i would say this like i think that what he he and others in the administration like most administrations thought to do would be and i'm not defending this by any stretch but i think they needed something to sound decisive and yeah. big but i don't think it actually does anything somebody compared it um some comedian i can't remember who said Somebody said, this is like spilling your coffee uh, all over the place. And then the solution is to wash the bottom of the coffee cup. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not mm-hmm. actually doing anything. And yeah, right. he, he, I think they just were looking for a decisive thing to say. And then, you know, they, he kind of screwed that up too. Cause he, he said it also included trade, but it doesn't, you can still, you know, it doesn't, it's not going to stop shipments and stuff like that. Does anyone with any ability work with him no, like to no. just the answer is no so the answer is no and somebody's going to hear me say that and you and you think i'm just being biased here but I, I i cannot and for the life of me look at how any of this was handled and think that we wouldn't be better you know what we honestly i don't even like pence but we'd be better off with pence in charge like we'd be better off with anybody in charge than we have right now we two years ago we fired the freaking uh, pandemic response it. people uh, who specifically job it is to head off stuff like this and to have a plan and like I, all forget about politics like this is just it's kind of a shit show and um, yeah. i don't know how you i don't know how you can say otherwise so all of that but i just it's like the basic like the person with the pen going don't say that say that because that's <laughs> not right and that's right it feels like that should be pretty core to uh any and and again kind of the the leadership vacuum, right? In the sense of, right. you don't earn it. I mean, I'll tell you what, I did not like George W. Bush, but I absolutely felt like he led when he needed to lead in a way that I needed him to do it. And yeah. I liked him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I needed him to be that person. And I, I think that's unfortunate that that role has been deteriorated and gone. And so, yeah, it's, it just sucks. So some of it is like, what are your local, I mean, I feel like Minnesota, these people are functional. They got a 1.5 billion surplus in the budget. Yeah, they're doing right? right over there. We're fine, but because there feels like there's leadership, and I, I mean, I hate that humans require leadership, but we do, right? And so maybe that's one of the tactics is you sort of figure out in your own life how to be your own leader of your own deal. Like you were saying, Scott, take care of your family, take care of your neighbors, make sure you're sort of putting your own ducks in a row and figuring it out, and and help each other manage the fear and. You know, because every American in particular, we love our zombie apocalypse. We've talked about this before. We just sort of dig dystopia nightmare. And and I think it absolutely informs how we think other people operate. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much you think you think you thought it was 
oh, that's just a movie. But yeah. You're watching well-crafted, well-written, well-acted, amazing versions of the worst parts of humanity. Yeah, the worst scenarios. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean they're not possible, mm -hmm. but there's also just a whole lot of nice people trying to do their best and stay calm. And what's what's funny <laughs> so, is oftentimes, you know, it's a nice it's a nice person writing those incredibly well-crafted stories about a thing that they just, they're just expressing their own fears, right? They're just, right. they're just doing it in a way that they happen to be talented enough to put it in, in a form that people consume, but it's the same thing. Like it's them, they're writing a story that we would otherwise be writing in our heads and we're consuming it in the same way that we would consume whatever, why we're so fascinated with apocalypse stuff. I don't know. I mean, I speak for myself here. I love that stuff. My favorite book, my favorite standalone Stephen King book is the stand. The stand is about a giant virus that rips through the world called captain trips and wipes out almost everybody except for a very small group of people. And it's a fantastic book and I love it, but it's a worst, you know, worst possible case scenario. I've read that book like five times. <laughs> like, I'm 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 into that stuff like Mad Max Fury Road is my favorite movie of the last 10 years like I, I I like that stuff because to me I get to get all that out in a safe yeah. safe place right it's like I can read this book and then go down to the you know mcdonald's with nick and hang out and talk about video games like because i know we'll that take, life's normal we'll take your your brain waves like if we could scan your brain waves and watch the activity normally then have you watching mad max fury road we would probably see some of your extra beta waves that are always happening yeah and sort of the anxious stuff going on seeing it matched or or soothed in some to some extent yeah. like your imagination isn't now the driver it's something you're watching that meets you and does it for you if that makes sense yeah, i have I zero imagination true. yeah so i watch mad max and i am literally almost having a heart attack for two hours <laughs> i love it we've never talked about this what you think of that movie because I, I loved it but i will never watch it again yeah, you'll never see I you got your fill yeah you're, you're it done. was it was i didn't breathe for two hours <laughs> but but i think it's and my 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 set you know sort of ground setting point is definitely not that so yeah, yeah. i can find it interesting and i can get why people might like it and stuff but like i don't want to be distressed whereas you actually don't feel distressed you feel entertained and good and so yeah. everybody's different right sure um so it's interesting i would love some polls done on this of course like who actually feels better about this that finally something <laughs> crazy is happening and they're like yes i've been feeling this for a long time coming you know and well, I hope that's I hope like, that's not panicking. what I'm feeling. What I'm feeling I'm feeling empowered to do something now that it's just plain and in stark yeah. relief. Like to me, it's the ambiguous the ambiguousness and the and the nebulousness of this stuff. Usually, it's like where is it coming from? What's happening? Like I'd be more worried about Ebola back in the day because Ebola was a kind of an intangible thing that was only happening to Africa, sadly for the most part. And when it did spread, it was very contained and. So all you had was, ooh, Ebola, ooh, and then that was it. But now you have, right. oh, no, it's on the ground. It's here. Yeah. It's People are getting it. It's, it's a spreading jazz like player crazy. spreading it around. Yeah, right. and, it, and it's probably way more than we think because there aren't enough tests to know. And, and right. you know, like like all Man, of that. Man, screw all that up. Wow, is this, is this the first disease spread by jazz hands? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, all of this discussion, amazing. all of it was worth it for that right there. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Brian. I, I, there's nothing to say. So Today is a, what a blessed day we live in. That was uh, amazing. Seriously. Um, 
But anyway, so so all right, so we're kind of all over the place with this thing, but um, I I recognize you know fully uh, if I, if I'm worried about anything, it's I'm more worried about my kids and their perceptions of this because I know what it means yeah. to be like to, in Taylor's case, I know what it means to be a young mother or father with a little kid and having a, a fear of a thing you can't control hovering around, even though kids seem to be less targeted by this thing. Um, it's still in it, you know, it's still a thing. He's a year old yeah. and you don't want to put him at risk and all of that. So I worry more about them and their perceptions of it than I do about the actual thing or right. my, or my safety, which is weird right. because my whole life has been, uh, what's, what about the thing? What about that? What about this? And now I'm just like, all right, let's go gloves on. Let's Everybody ready? Let's do it. Let's do what we got to do. <laughs> and, and that's actually my biggest fear too, is not only just younger people's perception, it's, it's feeling the incompetence of, and maybe, I mean, kids today pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. When we were younger, we just didn't know half the stuff. And I mean, I talked to teenagers and they list all the things and it's scary. So that, that hopelessness or, or, you know, panic about future or whatever. I mean, I hate that that's what's, contagious and spreading and impacting them right and so it's just yeah it's it's very frustrating and yet it's also some opportunity to be leaders and teach your family and be kind and like there are antidotes there's always been the antidote to all of these things right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a human goodness which is inexplicable it's always there it will always be there somehow even when we're you know we're pretty much animals at the same time it's just kind of i don't know so that's my advice, everyone. Strengthen that. Cut down your Twitter use right now. Just go be outside in an open field where there's nobody else. <laughs> and, and enjoy a little bit of what you're grateful for in your life. Like the fact that there's so many good things and how can we help one another and just like you have to take care of your brain. This is also wash your hands. Yes, be careful and do all those things. But your brains are your most valuable part of all of this. And so... That, that's my concern is just that it's infecting our brains in a way that, you know, and everyone's responding differently. I get that. But I think unilaterally, everyone's more nervous. And mm-hmm. so don't be the dude in Costco. Be the dude outside Kroger. Yeah. The old people. yeah. Or be the dude in Costco who doesn't rip something out of someone's hands. And in fact, be the dude at Costco that grabs the last stack of toilet paper and sees that some uh, lady in a walker was heading toward there and just couldn't get there quick enough. Maybe give her the rolls. Maybe let her wipe her butt better for the next however long. <laughs> also, it's weird how much toilet paper we're doing. I don't get it. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of things about all this that are really blowing my mind. Like, I don't understand the water thing. I understand, you know, having water handy in case something ever happened to the water system, but this isn't one of those things. Mm-hmm. So I'll get diarrhea. Well, you know, my friend in Florida, she typically pretty anxious and has prepared many times for uh, hurricanes. She's like, y'all need to learn how to prep for a, an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Like calm down. We're still nice to each other. It's like, you know, they, they've done it so many times. They're just kind of good at it. And you're like, Oh, yeah, this is because it's new for the vast majority of people. How do I, how do I handle something like this that it's unknown and it's scary? So, yeah. talk to your friends, mm-hmm. wipe your phones down. What other things we should say that are just good habits? Just no. Clean your keyboards a little more often than you're probably doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's Don't like. Don't lick poles. I just realized what it's like. I got this. This is what. This is how I feel. When I had to do the BlizzCon twenty six thousand people in the room deal thing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I stressed about that for all the days leading up to it because, you know, it's a big deal. It was a mm-hmm. big moment. Mm-hmm. But once I hit the stage, it all went away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now's stage time. <laughs> that I think that's what it is. Is it? It's just that now there's no more, what if it comes, what if it happens? It's now, mm-hmm. oh, it's here. Okay, well, I can't worry about if it's coming. It's, it's, it's here. So now I don't, there's nothing to worry about except nothing. Just it's here. So now you just do your, do your best. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a weird thing. I can't, I can't really explain it, but I guess if anyone else is feeling like that, let me know. Cause I, I don't want to feel like I'm weird. Like it's weirdly empowering <laughs> that, that we wow. have to just deal with it now. Like we have to deal with it. No, no quote unquote leaders can stop it. Uh, you can't yell tweet and make fun of the virus. It doesn't give a crap. It will do whatever <laughs> it's going to do. Right. Right. So right. It's boots are on the ground. It's, 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 you know, it's showtime. It's to, yeah, exactly. Right? You just got to go. It's like Frog Pants All-Stars. It's not like everyone assumes Brian was just up there doing his thing. He is. But before that, he's a little nervous. Because of course After you are, because you're a person. Weeks of preparation and perspiration. Right. But once it happens, <laughs> once it happens, whether yeah, you're going to split exactly. your pants or not, whether you're wearing an afro or not, <laughs> exactly. you just have to go. So anyway, I hope some of this helps somebody out there during this weird moment. And also, if you let Scott know, that makes you that's what's happening to you. Could you also just let us know if you're diagnosably anxious at other times? Because that to me is mm. the, the mm-hmm. fascinating part. Yeah. Let's yeah. do our own study. Let's get our own yeah. little uh, paper. That, set up our, set up our control to look at the variables. <laughs> that's right. That would be great. Uh, awesome. Also, if I do catch this, I'm not saying I will or won't or anything, but if I do, that's a whole different issue because I'm the grouchiest sick person. Oh my gosh. I feel for my wife already. <laughs> She's already, I already, honey, wherever you are, I feel, I'm sorry for how grumpy I'm going to be because whether it's flu, cold, or grumbly guts, what a piece of crap I am when I'm sick. Uh, is this terrible that when Tom Hanks, they said that Tom Hanks yeah, has it? Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. that of all the people, I, I need him to be the one that has it. Like, because he's no, nice. Everyone loves him. It's like real. It's a reality check. It's like no one's immune. Rich people can't hide for the mist, you know? No, there it's is like, a, there was a, there is a, it. I totally I get that. Tonight. Yeah, I totally yeah. get that. Like, like if this, yeah, you've gone too far, coronavirus. Right. Yes. How dare you? Right. If, so, if Weinstein got it, we'd all be going, Meh, whatever. But it's, there's something about, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want anyone to get it, honestly. I want nobody no, to get it. But, but there is something about that that is weirdly like, oh, well, if Tom Hanks can get it, the one really nice guy in Hollywood, the one that everybody loves, he should be arrested for being too nice to everybody. You know what I mean? Like, he's just the sweetest guy. And, you know, if it can happen to him, well, you know, I don't know. We have these. That's just our society. We have symbols. We have famous people. That's that's how this is going to go. And yeah. uh, just waiting to hear from, like, you know, we're going to start hearing from, like, bands. who Somebody in the band has it because they've been touring really heavy. Sure. And oh, Of course. Let's yeah. hope it's not the Rolling Stones because none of those guys. Well, are, if we had proper testing, although, I, most of us probably already have it or have had it. And like that's part of the problem is we just don't know. We don't know. And yeah. The more the tests come out, then the more we'll see. Yeah, those numbers are probably going to yeah. jump. But people should also know that that's because the tests are. There'll be more. There'll be more tests out there. I mean, we we, we should be doing like South South Korea. They are freaking on it, dude. They've done like of course they are ninety thousand tests or something. We're we're at like five thousand or some dumb number. I forget what it is now, but. We gotta get we gotta get it going. 
We gotta, yeah. we gotta make America great. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's just all remember on this closing note, Brian's jazz hand joke. I mean, yeah, that, that was, was really awesome. Gold. Yeah, that was gold. I'm not sure it's ever been better than that, Brian. You may as well hang out. <laughs> Tip your weight, staff. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's right. All right, Wendy. Before we go, anything you want to mention about? Yeah, uh, speaking stuff? of. Uh, if you have the bandwidth to think of anything else, everybody. Uh, so we finished up the first round of Real Steps. It was awesome. We had so much fun. And we had this very last challenge that if everyone, we had a certain number of people that had to do something that Ellen and I would cut a hole in the lake and jump in. <laughs> really? A you- frozen lake. And we had to have 20 people do a thing and we had 16 people do it. And I was oh, no. so happy. Oh my gosh. Ah, I was now, so relieved. Wait, are I you going to, are you going to do that again for the next round or? I mean, no? I don't know if there'll be ice at that point. So we are going to start a new round. It's uh, April 6th through May 4th. And it is, uh, we'll do crazy things. It probably won't involve as much ice, but maybe it's Minnesota. They might still be ice. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We had, we've already had a bunch of people from the first round sign up for the second round. Um, so please go to realsteps.org. You can read all about it. You can, if you have extra questions, just email me at help at realsteps.org and, uh, we will get you good information. Anyway, it's going to be a blast. Nice. Sign up. Same idea. People have questions. Let me know about all right. Fun. Perfect. Uh, realsteps.org, everybody. Check it out for details. And thanks to everybody who participated in the last round. I know many of them were you guys. So that was awesome. Yeah, you guys Pretty are cool. awesome. That was great. Uh, Wendy, have a safe and virus free week. Thank you. We'll you see too. you next Bye. time. Bye. See you, Wendy. All right. There you go. Nice. Uh, is it weird that while I was talking to her today, I had a vivid memory of that time I chased her with a with a soldering iron and pushed it against her. <laughs> when it was cold, it was cold, but I made her think I was burning her. I have a total weird flashback to that. While that we were is talking. weird. Yeah, that's probably not good. I don't that know. That's weird. That's probably just my subconscious saying. <laughs> you never did enough I to mean, apologize for that. I guess I don't know. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right, we're back to uh, normal things uh, tomorrow for P- TMSPM. So uh, mm-hmm. if you're around at three thirty Mountain Time and you are a patron of the show. You will have access to a live stream and also the podcast version of it if you can't be there live. So uh, check us out tomorrow. We'll make sure to let you guys know through those um, through those formats when Regular it goes channels. live. Yep. Right. And if you need something right before TMS PM, I've moved, uh, I've moved, I guess, the connection to 2.30 now. So it's, uh, oh. it's 2.30 to 3 p.m., 30 minutes, six covers. I've already got the uh, the six covers planned for tomorrow and what they have in common. It's a fun one. That's perfect, so, though, because they can just yeah. roll right into what we do next after exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. I still need that 30-minute buffer to, like, uh, you know, clean up after the whole Guess the Connection festivities. That's right. <laughs> before I could go to MSPM. That's right. So, plus, plus, I might need to, like, download a game if we're going to have app time. Exactly. That's totally true. And, uh, uh, yes, good reminder there, Jeannie. The instance is on Tuesdays now, so it's not tomorrow. We have it on Tuesdays. We did one this Tuesday, so that's the new plan. Um, in fact, you got shows kind of back to back last week as a result, cause we were doing a little transition there, but, uh, no instance tomorrow. There will be a film sack this weekend. There will be a, there will be dungeons this weekend. Um, what else? Uh, oh yeah. Tonight current geek will go up on the feed as well as a live core tonight at seven. So lots of content coming your way between now and then. And of course we're back to the normal TMS schedule on Monday. Uh, and, and like we said, we'll keep you informed on what's going on with the Vegas thing as we get closer and uh, we'll see how all well that goes. All right. Cool. 
That's everything. Oh, patreon.com slash TMS. If you want to become a patron, everything else, frogpants.com slash TMS. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, even though Wendy says do less Twitter, hey, we're good Twitter people. We we say yeah, fun things, yeah. funny stuff. Uh, so follow we Brian. We'll get you alarmed. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Brian's at Coverville. I'm at Scott Johnson. The show is at Morning Stream. And uh, leave us your uh, emails if you have comments about today's show, themorningstream at gmail.com. All right, we're done. Let's get out of here. Do you have a song to play? I do have a song to play. Uh, this one's going out to Jessica. Well, specifically, it's going out to Tom. Here's what Jessica says. Tequila is a fun drink. A week ago, it was being drank in a shared margarita flight in a fun restaurant in Las Vegas. This was to celebrate the early birthday of avid TMS listener Tom Robinson. And later on in our trip, we heard the song Tequila Somewhere, which, of course, reminded Tom of the iconic scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, luckily not accompanied by the bar dance, as great of a scene as it is. Please play this song so Tom can relive this fun memory on this, his birthday. Tequila! Signed, Jessica. Awesome. Uh, she says afterward, can you play a random sound clip from film sack? Uh, so we can try and guess the movie. It's always a favorite game. Oh, so maybe we do that now before. Yeah, we can do that now. Um, films, random film sack clip. Um, yeah, we can totally do that. Let's see. Uh, let me dig way down here. Okay. All right, here we go. Now I can become part of that fashion trend. That's so popular with today's young people. No idea. I don't know either. <laughs> I'll give you the date. That was uh, March 3rd, 2016. Oh, wow. So four years ago. Four years ago. So that may help uh, them. Give that a shot. Certainly wouldn't help me. Yeah. I'll play, you know what? I'll try it. Uh, let's see. You have another sound from the same movie? Yeah, I think so. I think this one is. Cliff Hansen uh, beating off Mike Vinich of Hudson, Wyoming. Yeah, same movie. Wow. <laughs> I captured it because he said beating off, I think. Yeah, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's that. All right, sorry. All right, so uh, when you think of uh, tequila, uh, the first thing you think of is not hot butter. Of course not. No. But if you think of popcorn, you think of hot butter. And you remember that song, Popcorn, the the band no. band hot butter that did that song, Popcorn? No, I don't remember that. Or well, it's not ringing a bell, but maybe I It's, uh, you know, if I made the sound... <laughs> um, does that help at all no okay anyway i'll have to look it up i have no idea what yeah I'm, su- I'm surprised uh you don't know that one all right, right well anyway the band hot butter had a big hit in the 70s called popcorn uh little did we all know that they were busy doing covers of a bunch of other songs including a cover by the ch- or a cover of the song that was originally by the champs yes tequila this is such a great weird merging of tequila by the champs and and the sound that that uh, the band hot butter was famous for um by the way pops and recline just put a little link if, if you want to listen to hot butter oh yeah totally at the end of this hot we'll we'll uh, play a little bit of okay. it all right sounds good yeah. here is tequila by hot butter <laughs>
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mmm.